this is pretty cold. <laughs> cold no. opening. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should just <laughs> do a cold opening. Oh, whatever. I mean, considering how much time we spent trying to figure out what to do that's, with an opening. That's a fair point. Let's just do this. This is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. Welcome to the 81st episode of The Christian Artist. We're get, really getting up there. We would be no, in the not. hundreds if we had consistently uh, recorded an episode every single week. I oh, apologize that, that we haven't. We didn't record an episode last week. Um, I will blame Connor, as I tend to. And I definitely blame Caleb. As he tends to. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, both of us are blame, but we will continue onward. This does not discourage us. We will continue with season three. It'll be great. Uh, what are we talking about today, Con? Wonder Woman, the movie. Ah, not the person? Well, the person as well, but... Oh, so Anna, we're talking about Anna. Because <laughs> my girlfriend already... is wonderful. I thought, I thought we already established that Maddie is Wonder Woman. Ah, that's true, we did, yeah. Though, to be fair, after watching the movie, I am definitely Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> and that won't make any sense until we talk about the movie. Yeah. So well, Unless you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, right, yeah. That, which leads me to my next point. If you haven't seen Wonder Woman, uh, we'll give a, a short, like, you know, our, this is our thoughts, our kind of, like, rating of the movie first. But then we are actually going to talk about spoilers and stuff like that. So if you want to listen to our, you know, what we think about the movie just in general, you can keep listening and then... Uh, go see the movie and then come back and listen to the rest of it. If you've already seen the movie, then just, you know, you're fine. You listen to the rest of it because we'll be spoiling stuff. But yeah. So yeah, we're going to dig into Wonder Woman, talk about what it did well, talk about what it did not do so well, and uh, kind of pick it a tart, uh, pick it apart pick as it a, tart. yeah, pick it a tart. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's Britain, you know, whatever. Uh, as a, we're going to pick it apart as a, uh, you know, uh, as storytellers and uh, figure out uh, how, what we can learn from it as an artist. Because, you know, we've done a distinct lack of art podcasts on this show recently in the recent episodes. So, you mean uh, all time? Well, uh, I, would, I would say that we've done more art-focused episodes than Christian-focused episodes. Yeah. but So what's your problem, then? <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, then. Okay, so uh, what do we think about the movie in general, without spoilers? Without spoilers... Ooh, it's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I mean, on a scale of one to a hundred, percentage. Uh, no, I don't want to do that right off the bat. Uh, okay, so general general thoughts is uh, the beginning was a little clumsy. Yep. The middle was fantastic, mm-hmm. and the ending had some thematic problems. Yes. That's our. I'll, I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a nine. Really? Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't give it that much. I think I'd do seven and a half, eight. Really? I really enjoyed the movie, but like comparatively to other movies that I've watched recently and other shows and stuff like and art in uh, general. Yeah, I, I suppose I'm kind of going off of just superhero movies in general. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, for su- for a superhero movie, like that yeah. was one of the best superhero movies that's been made recently. Uh, well, definitely the best DC superhero movie um, of the DC extended universe. Yeah, for sure. Um, Obviously, the Dark Knight trilogy by Christopher Nolan, which isn't part of this universe, um, is better. <laughs> All three of them. Um, no, no, I would say, I would say, I would Wonder say it's the one and three. I would see it beats one and three. I disagree because of the fact that one and three, despite not being like perfect, 
like, you know, functionally perfect like The Dark Knight is, mm-hmm. like, they are better, more cohesive movies than I think Wonder Woman was. Uh, I guess I have to give you that. I just enjoyed Wonder Woman way more. Okay, and that's, that's those are two different things, yeah. right? I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just not a good good enough critic anymore, Caleb. Wow, that's that's kind of sad. Am yeah. I am I becoming the more more of the critic, and you're yeah, becoming I the? I guess I, I think I just related to Wonder Woman way too Fair much. Enough. Fair I think enough. that's it. <laughs> so not necessarily a problem. So uh, you are an Israeli <laughs> soldier slash model. <laughs> no, not the actress. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she was also a model. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. But I did know she was an Israeli soldier. And, and she was not. She wasn't a frontline combatant. She oh, was yeah. a trainer. Yeah. Yeah. She trained people with weapons. So. Anyway, yeah, I guess Gal Gadot is pretty awesome, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, Connor apparently would give it a 9 out of 10. No, because I was just going off of superhero movies. Okay. I'll okay. give it 8.2. Yeah, I 8. think. 8.2 in the overall about, scheme of things. So 82% out yeah. of 100. I think I would give it, like, 75 to 80%, um, somewhere around there. But let's say 77% then, to be consistent. Uh, because, yeah, like, and, and I actually just listened to the review, uh, that the inner two people did on, uh, Wonder Woman, and one of the things that he brought up, um, what I wish I'll talk about later, actually kind of decreased my, my liking of that movie, because I realized, yeah, I did want that to happen, and, mm. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great movie, you should see it, uh, it's definitely worth watching, it's definitely the best DC movie that has come out since Dark Knight, and, uh, it's just... It's a movie uh, where the other DC movies haven't really been that. (laughs) Like, I I enjoyed Man Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman for what they were, but what they were was more like a collection of awesome fight scenes and Mm -hmm. less a a story. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Like, uh, and I still have yet to, has have yet to see uh, the extended version of uh, Batman vs. Superman, Superman, which is apparently better. I I don't know how adding more to that movie would make it better, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but uh, we need to, we need to watch that at some point here. Because I think it's, after seeing Wonder Woman, I think it's about time to kind of go back to that and pick it apart maybe again. Yeah, Um, you can watch it without me. (laughs) uh, But anyway, yeah, it's good. You should watch it. Um... All right, spoiler time. Because <laughs> it's not much... Well, I mean, for for the movie-wise, um, it's a moral movie. Mm-hmm, Legitimately mm-hmm. is. Uh, content warning, there's nothing sexual whatsoever. And I think yeah. there was maybe four swear words. There's a very distinct lack of swear words, yeah. The violence was very superhero-y, so it's not mm-hmm. like that's a thing anyway. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, It was a light PG-13 movie. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was kind of light on the PG-13. It was very good. Um, and, and like morally, like, like besides content wise, morally, it was great. Like it legitimately was a solid movie. It wasn't a feminism movie. Yeah. It was not a movie about feminism. And that's, that's kind of what everybody wanted it to be. That's what everybody expected it to be. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was because Wonder Woman has been such a historical feminist icon. Yeah. But yeah, it was not a movie about feminism. It was a movie about classical feminism. Yes. Um, in the can, sense that women should be equal to men yes. and have mm-hmm. you know the same opportunities. Then if, if that's not, what we're talking about, then yes, <laughs> Not modern a, feminism, which is yeah. women should be men and they should hate men at the same time, which yes. I never got. Yeah. <laughs> so, so confusing. So it's that and uh, uh, something else I was going to say before you said that. Darn it. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. 
Wonder Woman. Um, uh, it's not about. Oh, it um the the story. Uh, while we were watching it, Caleb and I both were in the movie theater saying, "Yeah, this is pretty much the story of Deborah from the <laughs> Bible," and it legitimately is. So if you go into the movie thinking, "Yes, this movie is going to be about Deborah," it is it is going to be amazing for you. Um, so so go into it thinking that, and you're just gonna love it because that's that's pretty much what the movie was. It was a uh, superhero modern retelling of the story of Deborah, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so. that was my favorite part of that movie. I yeah. think was the all the biblical analogies to Deborah, like mm-hmm. for sure. And again, like we're not saying that any of the creators of this movie went into that movie Thinking trying that, to yeah. make a biblical thing out of it, trying to have any make any sort of theological point. Yeah, don't take your theology from art. Just don't. That's not what it's there for. Um, I mean, it is kind of there for it, but. If you're taking your it's theology, there to enhance. It's, it's there, there, there to enhance, enhance not theology. to yes. not to create yes. or establish theology. You should get your theology from the Bible and then check to see if the art matches up with it, not the other way around. Yes. Um Oh, that was deep. <laughs> but yeah, like all the 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 uh hearken hearkening back to Deborah yes. and uh how basically like all the Israelites really were all the Israelite men were not doing what they're supposed to be, not doing what they're spo- what they were called by God to do and be. And so God's like, well, got to raise up this woman who's going to do it for me. And, and uh, what that was, and, yeah. and we might get attacked for this, mm-hmm. but that was a a uh, curse on the Israelite nation to yeah. be ruled by a woman. And it was it woman, was yeah. Yeah, judged by a woman. Yeah, not ruled by it. But yeah, so it was humiliating for the men because they were the ones who were supposed to lead the biblical, um, uh, the biblical idea of gender is that the man is supposed to lead um, the, the household and, and men are generally they, you know, God created man to lead and the woman to be the helper. And because none of the men were doing it, God raised up a woman and then the woman had to lead because she was the only person that was doing what was right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, you know, whatever, however you feel about that, that's, that's w- what the story is about. And if you go and watching Wonder Woman, if, as if it's like that, you will be, you'll be in love with the movie because mm-hmm. it was great. Um, but yeah, so, so watch it. Now we will get into spoilers. Um, just, just kind of go along with what we thought was good, what we thought we would change. Um, and yeah. And we'll probably just go through chronologically. Well, I don't want to go through the whole movie. Let's just. Well, right. Yeah. We're not going to go through the whole movie. So beginning was clunky. Yes. Um, Okay. So spoilers spoilers. after here. So go, if you have not seen the movies, go watch it right now and then come back. Like right now, like find the next viewing. If it's like in 10 minutes, just speed (laughs) to the movie theater and watch it. Yeah. And then come back Mm -hmm. like right away too. Don't even stop to eat food or I mean, if you're listening to this on your phone, I mean, you don't have to. That's true. You can start listening to it. Listen. As soon as the credits start rolling, just put the podcast again. In in your car while you're, while you're driving home, just stick it on and yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Um, so, so the beginning was clunky. Um, it, it, uh, it, it made you rely on knowing the lore of Wonder Woman from the comic books in order to really get some of the stuff, um, which, which wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't as bad as we might be making it sound because I had never really known anything about Wonder Woman and I, I could follow like well enough, but, but it's still, the beginning seemed to lack a story. A cohesive story because mm-hmm. of that, because it just kind of relied on you knowing some of the things. So I understood what was going on. It just didn't seem natural because I didn't read the comics. Yeah. Um. So there's that. There also like one of the th- things that the 
Josh and Kevin from the YouTube brought up was that we start off with voiceover, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because it's a story about it's like a person recounting their life. That's yeah. literally the point so, of the yeah, movie. So that's fine. But it starts off with voiceover, and then it's her telling the story of like the mythology or whatever through that voiceover, and then she at her her as a little girl asks her mother about the mythology and then we go into the storybook thing and then it's just like it keeps doing stuff like that where it's like and now we're gonna go back in the past now we're gonna go in the future like right at the beginning it's all about like it doesn't follow a cohesive like um timeline timeline all that well well well, all that well like because because you start with the voiceover stuff and then it's her you know getting this picture or whatever and then we go to young uh young young diana yeah and then we She's like, oh, can you tell me about this story? And we've already heard some of that story from the voiceover itself. And so then we go back into the storybook thing. But I needed that. Like, that was the one thing they did right. Because they got to tell me what was going on with mythology because I hadn't read the comics. Like, I needed that. So that wasn't a problem for me. Like, right. I, and they, they I thought they did it well. I thought yeah. they did the the storybook thing well. Yeah, that was... But it's a, it's a matter of cohesiveness where... It's stu- it's such a storytelling cliche to start off that way that it's hard for me to like it, even though it's done well. You know what I mean? Like that sort of I mean, storybook if mythology I was, thing. If I was making the movie, I wouldn't have done that, but I'm not going to hold it against them. And that's not going to affect the rating at all. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's fine. They did what they wanted to do mm-hmm. and, it, and it worked. So it was, you know, whatever. Okay. I disagree, but... Because that that was one of my whole big things with the beginning. It's, it's so clunky. It's It doesn't tell a cohesive thing it doesn't give you enough information and it it overdoes the information you don't need sometimes well but but we also needed the monologue but did we from we did because it told oh okay i guess i guess we needed the monologue because she didn't say enough at the end of the movie i guess that's why we needed the monologue so yeah whatever it's just like i i always think that movies can will just do a lot better if they just start in media res. Yeah. Right? They start in the middle of the action, and then you realize what's happening as you go along and as they show it to you rather yeah. than just telling you it. If it had just started with... The training scene where everybody's just... Yeah. Fighting. You know what I mean? Like something like that. And then like they all that. just start singing like in uh, Prince of Egypt. So just started singing <laughs> right, like right. That. Like if we had started with, with them training, right? And, and little Diana comes up without mm-hmm. any of the voiceover beforehand, without any... And that was the first time we saw... We know that's Diana. Yeah. We don't need the voiceover to tell us that. I mean, we, even if you don't know it's Diana, the one time that is the the one lady is like Diana. Yeah, right. Like, like we know. All we, need. we don't need voiceover. We don't yeah. need any of this stuff. And and like even the storybook thing, like that could have been there without w- within regular dialogue without giving. We didn't know need to know that uh, all the intense backstory of like and Ares killed all the gods and all this stuff. And part of the reason for that is that I. No, okay. I actually, I, I think they did need that. But again, it, it's just such a cliche to handle it that yeah, way. Yeah, no, but they they could have talked about it in the first person. They they might not have been, done a very good job of it, but they could have. Like, like for example, she could have just saw the, you know, saw the, the sword or whatever, you know. That been like, what thing. is that for? This is the sword that would, would that kills Ares. This yeah. is the sword that can kill Ares. Mm-hmm. And they could have done that. And then, and then, they, and then it, it could have s- done a better job of making it seem like they were lying to her about how she was the god killer. Yeah. They could have done a better job of that with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So so I won't hold it against like, them. Like the whole time in Themyscira, yeah. Themyscira I, I felt like... We weren't they, being told enough. Well, we weren't being told enough, but then we weren't 
we also were being told too much in some ways because like all of that could have been handled more gracefully with just normal dialogue because we spent enough time there at the yep. beginning of the movie that we could have just had her training and whatever. And I felt like we got just plenty enough information um, with the whole, uh, you shouldn't be training her like it's going to make him come yeah. faster, that sort of thing. And then her, her having a simple thing of like, uh, you know, we're, we're, we, our job is to protect against Aries. Like that's all they nearly needed to say that he needed, didn't need to, I guess, but I guess, I guess there was the point where, uh, Zeus is shown like lightning striking Aries and like spent, you know, for his last thing. And then, um, uh, you know, giving us, giving them the sword or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and that ended up becoming a plot point at the end of the movie where she is fighting Ares and she does the, the same sort of like lightning strike, whatever. But even that I felt was unnecessary. They could have just cut out both halves of that. Um, and the reason I feel that, and this, I'm starting to realize this more and more if we jump to the end here, because the beginning and the end are just parallels of each other in a lot of ways. Um, Ares didn't need to be in that movie. He didn't. He really didn't at but all. But I liked it. But okay, so so this is this is the thing. You liked it because every superhero movie does that, and you were expecting no, it. No, I I was expecting them to do the complete opposite, and I was hoping they would do the complete opposite. I was exactly. hoping Ares would not exist, mm-hmm. and then once they did put Ares in it, I was like, no, we needed this. This was really good. But did we? Because the the problem is that is literally what every superhero movie does, and the one superhero movie that seemed like it was going to not do that, then then they did it. They we didn't need a giant epic fight scene at the end of that. We movie. didn't need the fight scene. No, I didn't want the fight scene. What we needed was him to be the god of Fair truth. Fair enough. Actually, yeah. Yes. Now that I'm thinking about it, Ares could have existed. That's fine. But they just we, didn't need to fight. Yeah, they didn't need to fight yeah. at all. Yep, that was the big problem. Because it was literally just the cliche, we have to fight in the last 20 minutes of this movie because it's yep. a superhero movie. And we di- we didn't need that at all. Like, it seemed out of place for the, 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 the British gentleman to suddenly put on... <laughs> armor and you know what i mean like yeah i agree it it should have been a thing where he was just using evasion tactics and trying to convince her yeah and she could have been fighting him Mm -hmm. we didn't need him to fight back yeah that would have been interesting would have been more interesting is if he would have used his powers to like control some of the humans and like or Mm -hmm. or literally just the nazis were all shooting at him at her because she was causing destruction around her by trying to fight Ares, Ares mm-hmm. didn't have to do anything. He could have just yeah. been evading and turned, made himself invisible like to the thematically people. Thematically, that works a lot yeah. better because it would have been more interesting. And and that's what, what was one of the things that I really really enjoyed in this movie was that even though I saw that ending coming mm-hmm. from a mile away, I was I didn't think they would actually go there. Yep. Like I didn't think that they would have the courage in this movie to be like, yeah, Ares, you know, Ares is he's the problem, and I I just have to kill him, and all this will be solved. Mm-hmm. And then it looked like they were going to make it be where she's going to kill this guy. And it's definitely not Ares. And then she's going to realize that it was just the people themselves who yep. did it. And I was so happy when that happened, yep. but then they ruined it because Ares did exist. And he, and even though, even though they did it well, well enough that he wasn't direct, he wasn't the, you know, the guy who did everything. Mm-hmm. They yep. still made it seem that way because once she killed Ares, the war yep. stopped. And, and that's not how world war one exactly, ended. Yep. Wonder woman did as, as Kevin <laughs> said in the inner tube review, I was watching wonder woman didn't stop world war one. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not how it happened. And so it's, it's silly to pretend that that, but like, I don't think they did that. 
I like like I, I think enough people will assume that's what yeah. happened that it will be, that it's a problem storytelling wise. Yeah. But yeah. but like we can still look at it and not be thoroughly disappointed. No. Because yeah. it mm-hmm. didn't tell us that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. It just it except for the fact like that all the Nazis it. were hugging but each other. But that was because they two gods had just fought yeah. and they were like I am so but, thankful that I am alive right I now. I still <laughs> I still don't believe it. Like I still I don't think the Nazis would have been hugging each other. Like it just doesn't make any sense. The only thing I can possibly think is that Ares had some sort of residual thing that disappeared when he died that suddenly made everybody a little bit more friendly for a, a short amount of time. Yeah. It was just still dumb. Like, I just don't think that should have happened. Ares should not have been, not have had any real sway over yep. any of these people and just encourage them to act in their own self-interests. I mean, legitimately, I think they all just were about to die because of all the destruction. And they're like, oh my goodness, we're alive. But that's not what it seemed like. It seemed like... Suddenly, their eyes were well, filled with okay, maybe, rainbows and unicorns, and well, they wanted to maybe, love each other. Maybe what happened there was they were listening to everything that was going on, and sh- they saw her almost kill what's her name, mm-hmm. what's her face, and and then they were all like, "We've been shown compassion," and maybe that's what kind of made them break. I don't know. Maybe that was just a very subtle way of just being like. It wasn't very subtle. That was no, the problem. it wasn't. Yeah. Like they could have done that way they, more yes. subtly. Yeah, they could have. It was it was just the che- and especially coming right after I believe in love that line. Yep. Like it didn't. Okay, so let's 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 back up. Let's go back chronologically in this. Yep. So the beginning was clumsy. Yep. The middle was absolutely the best part. It was so good. It was like phenomenal. It's the best middle I think of any superhero movie ever. Yep. Um, and I like I absolutely stand by that because yep. middles are a problem for most movies. Yep. Like they really especially are superhero movies. Yeah. Because superhero movies have just blank exposition in the middle. Exactly. The beginning is fun and action-packed and origin story, get some character development going, and the middle is just boring because they're just doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And you get to see them whack up some bad guys. Yeah, and, it's just a bunch of fights. And then the end is this huge epic fight scene where they, they you know, are losing the ones they love and there's mm-hmm. this big climactic moment. But the middle is just lame. In this one, it was... The, the beginning was was clunky, but not bad. The beginning was just clunky. And the ending and had the some middle, problems. Yeah, but then the middle The was middle like, was just amazing. Yeah, it, was just amazing. <laughs> it was the greatest. And so the, the main the main reason was because of that whole Deborah uh, complex sort yes. of thing that we were talking about is there comes the moment where, you know, the famous scene that everybody's talking about, the no man's land scene or whatever, uh, where Wonder Woman, no one else is taking a stand. And, and granted, no one else co- could. Yep. Like, it's impossible for them to do that. And even if they tried, it's the, and and that's one of the things like it, it's that I think the movie maybe strays a little bit too much into maybe belittling the men in World War One that like did legit like they I couldn't mean, have done that they couldn't have just know, charged but, across the line. But and, like okay, but literally I hated World War One. Like World War One was stupid. Yeah, it was. It was so stupid that I don't care that they belittled anybody in that movie. Like like fair enough. <sighs> Like, like, like the motivations from both yes. sides for fighting was that just war stupid. were dumb. Yeah, they deserve every every bit of crap we can throw at them. Mm-hmm. That was World War One was stupid, right? And so, just like the Civil War, it was stupid. But, you know, yeah. So so the the but the moment where Wonder Woman's like, yeah, like this is impossible. That you've said it's impossible. Whatever. No one, no man can cross this land. Yep. I am no man. You know, she pulls off the helmet and does the yeah. Awen thing, um, which you know thematically works really well. Um, well, no, it, it wasn't that she was like, oh well, the woman. I'm the woman, and I'm gonna do it. Oh, it well, was, that was subtle. None of you are doing that. Right, right. And but I'm that, going. To. That was the subtle dig that was happening there. But it, no, okay. it was. They no. called it No Man's Land. 
And he emphasized the man. No man can cross this. They they specifically emphasized. But that. she never said, "Well, I'm." A I, woman. And that's the beauty of the feminism okay. in this movie. All right, is she was like, "All right, none of the men are doing this. I have to do it." And because I'm different, I'm a woman, but she didn't just say you are all men and that's why you're bad. She's just saying even then it like they didn't like I legitimately like when you said it's no man's I legitimately didn't notice that he was saying that there was there was legitimately not like like that was the first time that I noticed him. He said no man can cross it. I legitimately never once thought, oh, well, she's a woman, so she can't. That's stupid. No, no, no. And that wasn't the point. That wasn't the point they were trying to make. It I, no, was, but you're saying that's the point that could get from it. That's, that's the that's subtle the point, underlying. That's thing. the point. No, no, you're not hearing me. If taken by extreme feminism, that would be the assumption that they would come to. But yeah. that's not what the movie was doing. Yeah. The movie did it elegantly, and what they said was there are there are there are. It was the Deborah. It was the Deborah thing, right? Yeah. The men were weren't doing it, and so the woman had to. That well, was the but, point. But it wasn't that oh, the 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 men weren't doing it, so the woman had to. It was all of these people weren't, and this person is going to, and she just happens to be a woman, and that's the the curse of it. That's the humiliation of it. Is that a woman has? But that's not what the that's not the not what the that's not what the movie was trying to do. I I know, but but it did. That's what as, it did as a Deborah story. Yeah, no, but that's what it did. No, it's not what it did because yeah. no, it, it because none of the people were humiliated by that. They were inspired by it. That was the thing. They they weren't like oh crap, a woman's doing this problem. They were just like all right, someone oh, yeah. someone stood up and did the, what was right. Now we exactly. can too. Exactly. It was. It was someone stood up and did what was right. It wasn't that a woman stood up and did what was Connor, right. Connor, you're not getting what I'm saying. The re the entire scene was built around the fact that she was a woman and she was That's doing so the thing silly. that the men wouldn't do. That's not a problem. What I'm saying is, it was the Aowen moment, right? It was the, the witch Aowen king moment no, was literally the only bad part. No, no, it wasn't. Movies. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, Connor. It it's the point of everyone is expecting that only the men are going to ever be involved in this sort of thing and yeah. only a man, you know, no man can kill me. It's like, well, only the men are going to try, right? That was the whole right. thing there. And she's like, "Well, I am no man. I am going to like even though it it's it's the it's the the idea that the people who it's the unexpected coming out of the woodwork to do the extraordinary, right? That's what the whole point. It's the, the woman and the hobbit had to be the ones to take this down because no man could do it because it, it had been, they had tried over and over and over again to do it. And it had to be the person who nobody expected could do it to finally, you know, accomplish the extraordinary. And that's what makes the story so good. That's what makes that moment with Wonder Woman so great is that she's like, listen, you don't, ex- I, I, none of these people are expecting me to do anything about this because I'm a woman, but I have to be the one to do it because no one else is. And the fact that I'm a woman is going to re- make this so much more poignant because what, what, okay, none of us men could do it, but if the woman can do it, then what are we even doing sitting here? We have to do this too. Yeah. That's the point. It wasn't, it, it wasn't a belittling thing necessarily it was an inspiring no, thing okay yeah i mean it was inspiring but if they thought about it that's the most humiliating moment of their life like legitimate but, like but she wasn't. didn't try to do that but it but was looking back on that all of those guys connor because well, she's a freaking superhero oh yeah that's the point right yeah like it wasn't that it wasn't a deborah thing exactly because 
it wasn't God saying, well, this woman's going to have to do this. Oh, oh no, okay. All right. So, she, no, it wasn't the humiliation. The humiliation wasn't the fact that she was a woman. Humiliation was that they didn't do the right thing. No, but that's not even fair, though, in that scene, because they couldn't. It was literally impossible. They would be shot down by, by German <laughs> machine guns. She was a superhero, and she could do the thing that they could literally was impossible for them to do. I know. <laughs> and it's inspiring, but, but and, and that's why it's, it's, it's a Deborah thing, because she was specifically empowered to be able to do that thing, right? If it was just some right. random woman who decided to to stand up and lead the Israelites, it wouldn't have worked. But because God specifically was like, Deborah, you're going to do this thing, and I'm going to make sure you can do this thing, that's why it worked. And it, was not, it wasn't because she was a woman, and it wasn't this feminist thing, like, she's a woman and she can do it because the men can't or whatever. It was, she's a superhero, and she just happens to be a woman, and that's the double whammy that they need to, to get the courage and have the strength to be able to do this thing. All right, all right, fair enough. So that's that's the point I'm trying to make there. But that's why it wasn't so inspiring to me, I think, is because, again, it was the 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 person that nobody expected would do anything or could do anything that did the thing. It's the underdog, right? Even though she's totally not an underdog, she culturally she was, and nobody expected her to do anything. All right, we spent way too much time on this. Yes, but, but it's the most important scene of the whole movie. Yeah, I know. So, but like, I feel like we were both just saying the same exact thing as just, usual. <laughs> just saying, just wording Tell it. Tell us differently. your thoughts, everybody, on the No Man's Land scene in Wonder Woman. I mean, it, it was ten out of ten. It was so good. Yeah, like, I mean, and, 10 and 10. Connor was just Connor and I were just like openly weeping <laughs> watching it because the music yeah. is so well done, the cinematography is so well done, the thematic stuff is so well done. It's just a great moment. Maybe we should just cut out like half of that argument. No, no. Mm -mm. Thing need to be talked about. Okay. That's fine. Also, as clarification, the the only reason that I didn't like Eowyn in Lord of the Rings is because all the guys around her were just stupid. And we're like, no, you can't come to war with us. But if we lose this fight, we're, the entire world is going to die. So, yeah, no, yeah. no woman can come. And it's just like, oh, that's dumb. Yeah, and I th they did it a little bit too heavy-handed um, yeah. in Lord of the Rings. And then Eowyn was just being rebellious against her father. Yeah, and that's, also that's wrong, the main problem was it was really Eowyn's fault. Like, yep. she, technically she had to be there because, you know, there was apparently this prophecy that Yeah, like, like the prophecy the was the only reason, like, it, it made sense, but it was still stupid on both parts. Yes, it was stupid and on I both hated parts. everyone. But, but it, it wasn't, it was more on Eowyn's side, the wrongdoing, than anyone's. Yeah, because exactly. her father was like, yeah. literally, I need you to lead. Yeah. She, our country. He, was, he, he wasn't being sexist. Yeah. He was like, no, I want you to lead the country. Yeah. <laughs> I want the woman to lead the entire country. Are you yep. okay with this or what? Yep. So, yeah. Exactly. It was stupid. I hated the Theoden and Eowyn in that scene. The pro just I, I, to be fair, though, to be fair, the Rohirrim culture is so based around victorious death in battle. True. That it was shameful of her to not be, in her mind, shameful of her to be denied that. Right? It was like, do I not have the same right as you do to die gloriously in battle? Like, you're just going like, to make me here with the women and children, of course, because I'm a woman. And apparently I can't have a, a glorious battle yeah, at death. It's just like, even though I know how to fight and I'm really yeah, good at it. What, what should have been done is they should have been like, yeah, I mean, we're all pretty much dead if we don't win this fight. So every woman that can, like, fight, yeah, that's, like, we need you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember how Tolkien handled it. I feel like he handled it a little bit more elegantly in the book. Probably. Um, but I don't remember how. Because it's but so hard for me to keep track of Peter Jackson, the 99, J.R. Tolkien. 
one. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, J.R.R. Tolkien wrote oh, a... Oh, two, ma- Faramir was better in the books. No, oh, he, he wasn't. Too. No? No. Faramir was uh, all, all too much like Aragorn. Um, in, oh, okay. They were both, right. they both, the both of them in the book were shining, supposedly shining examples of heroism and truth that could never be brought oh, down okay. and that made their characters dumb. Oh, okay. All right. But. I'll give you that. In fairness. In fairness. Tolkien's Lord. Oh my gosh. Uh, Tolkien's Lord of the Rings was completely and utterly different from Peter Jackson's Lord yes. of the Rings. And it's still great for what it was. It's a different beast. It was made for a time period. That it was made for. It was made for people who had been through World War One, <laughs> specifically. Um, How ironic. Yeah. Um, but Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings was made for, for our our generation. Yeah. So. Okay. So, yeah. So, the greatest part of the movie was that. Um, we also thought that even though they handled the, the supposed sex scene as classy as they possibly could... With him just closing the door and then, like, sharing a kiss. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the classiest sex scene I've ever seen ever because it, it wasn't a sex scene. it wasn't a sex scene, yeah. And, and, like, they didn't even show a boot scene, so, like, we weren't even told, yes, this happened. But, but I felt like that was very was, World War One period-esque, right? Like, yeah. But the, the, okay, but the problem was is Diana never would have even gotten close to that because she had never seen a man before. <laughs> And she should have been she read so those twelve volumes though <laughs> awkward, but she should have been so awkward about it that she wouldn't have even kissed the guy. She would have been like, "Oh no, I can't handle this. We're in the middle of a war. I have to kill a god. Can we just not? Like maybe when this is all over, then I'll maybe try yeah, to given, figure given out the, how to handle emotions." Yeah, given the naivete of her character yeah, up to that it was, point, it was it was out of character, little, it and it, it, so yeah. it was dumb. But so so this is the thing I want to I want to ask you about when I was listening to the review that they did um, in, on the interview for this movie. One of the things that Josh thought they were doing with that whole thing was that they did the rule of three sort of thing and then brought it back at the end with, and they were equating love and sex in that entire movie. That's what they were doing. Cause they bring up, they bring the the thing up at uh, where she's like, you know, I've read this these 12 volumes and you know, that, that whole conversation, they talk about sex or whatever. Right. And then they have, um, or, or actually before, even before that, they have the whole cave watch situation right and then they have that that scene where they you know they, they dance and then they supposedly have sex or whatever and then her at the end saying I, be- I believe in love was just referring back to her relationship with him and that's why they did those things was because they were just equating those two things i they were I just making their they were just making their sexual romantic relationship the love of the story that she was referring to and that's why she believed in it but we weren't told. Which is not a good thing. Sex. That's what that's he was pointing out. He's like, that's not a good thing that they are equating those two things. But I, he felt that that storytelling wise, because because it is one of those the, the rule of three things, right? Where you you bring up something three times before you can use it as a plot device, right? So you you bring up you foreshadow something three times before you. Okay. All right. But, but okay. First of all, they didn't say yes. This is what's happening. It was mm-hmm. so subtly suggested that anybody could do whatever they wanted with that scene. So. No, no, seriously, I could, I, I could say mm-hmm. that what, what happened next is the sh- they shared a kiss, and Diana was like, "Yeah, this is awkward. I can't do this." That's what would happen. You, you, you could say that they shared a kiss and then slept in each other's arms without yep. ever doing anything. Yep, they, and, and then they could have slept together. You, th- it is so out in the open that you can't say yes, they were equating love and sex because they didn't have sex. Mm-hmm. They didn't. 
That that's just that's not what happened in the movie. And secondly, that's why they shouldn't have used the word love because yes. in our culture, we don't know what love is. Yep. They should have used the word compassion because mm-hmm. that's that's what Wonder Woman was doing the whole time. She mm-hmm. wasn't. It wasn't that she was showing love to a single guy. It's that she was showing compassion to one the world because of World War One, yep. two all of the people in that one city that she went and tried to help, mm-hmm. and three, uh, uh, Steve. Because he was, she was trying to help him fight the war. Right. She was showing compassion. And she, she had was compassion not, because it was not about love. She, yeah, right, right, yeah. And so, that was, yeah, it's that's, but that's what that's what I'm saying. That's the problem with the movie thematically is that they're they're focusing on the wrong thing. I feel like they they focus too much. Like I love the relationship that those two characters have. Yeah. But they focus too much on it for it to ultimately be, because the movie isn't about that. Unfortunately, like they didn't, they built the movie wrong to be about love in that sense when it should have been about her relationship to the world and to all, all mankind. And though I guess, yeah, I, I think the main thing for me was that Steve, I guess, I guess it makes sense because Steve had that, has that moment, right? Where she's like, it's not about deserve. And he goes about and explain. Yep. I felt that was so so well explained right then but then they ruined it by continuing to explain it over and over again until the end of the movie they kept coming back to it's not about dessert and then she has to have a line with Ares and say it's not about deserve I believe in love or whatever it could have just been we don't deserve to be saved but you you know but compa- you should have compassion and save us anyway and, yeah and that so that was... it only needed to be said once yes and it got, got said over and over and over again as the yeah. her and Ares had these conversations. So, so main point is Wonder Woman should have said, "I like okay." So the the two lines that needed to be in that movie, if these two lines were in it, I wouldn't have cared about the clunky beginning. Mm-hmm. If they just put these two lines in it, it would have been the greatest movie of all time, or greatest superhero movie of all time. Though I will have to say, if they wouldn't have, if they would have made Diana awkward with the love situation, and they would have had a better beginning, it would be the greatest movie of all time. Just mm-hmm. throwing it out there. Um, but but uh, if they just would have put out these two lines, if she would have just said that, uh, if Ares would have said, you know, I I haven't done anything to them. They are evil mm-hmm. by themselves, and I am giving them ideas. Mm-hmm. I am giving them truth, and you need to see the truth that they are evil. Mm-hmm. And she should have said yes. That is totally true. But truth is just as important as compassion. No, compassion is just as important as truth would be the way you'd yeah. phrase it. Compassion that. is just as important as truth. She should have said that. Mm-hmm. And then Ares, then, you know, she should have gotten the upper hand just about to kill him kind of a thing. He, he shouldn't have been fighting at all, which would have been cooler. Mm-hmm. And then... They didn't need to have an epic they did, He showdown. didn't need to even wear armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that, that was, that was fan service. And they yeah, didn't need to put because that. It would have been so much cooler to look a certain way, if he yeah. did, if, we, if he would have been so much cooler if he wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Though I suppose that was very in line with Ares' character. He would have done that even if he wasn't going to fight her. But, he and, done that. but that's the thing. Like that's that's one of the things that I like about uh, superhero movies is that when they subvert expectations like those, that's true. they don't do it often enough, I feel. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I feel like they need to take those expectations where it's like, well, this is what you thought this person is in the comics. We're mm-hmm. just going to do a different thing with them. Yeah. Because if we do, if you do the same thing over and over and over again, yep. even if it's technically character assassination to, like, change this beloved character into something else, 
who flipping cares? We don't need the same stories over and over we again. Need we need stories. new stories. We need new stories. Well, I mean, well, if you're going to make a new story, don't take a comic book and make it yeah, into something that's else. that's true. You just need to come up with an <laughs> just original Just come up with idea. a new story. Yeah. But, but that's the thing, though. Sometimes the the good stories take familiar things and yes. make and, and then add an element of the strange. Which, so you can do that with a comic book movie, right? You yeah. can say, well, Wonder Woman, that's a familiar element. Everybody knows who Wonder Woman is and what she's mm-hmm. about. But now we're going to do this whole thing where she learns that the world is evil. Ah, I wanted that movie to be better so that I could make it my favorite movie of all time, but Literally. it just wasn't close enough. It, 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 it was, was so close. close. It was so close to being, yeah, to, to, it, like you agree too. Like that would have been the best movie. Yeah, of because all time. the main story was about her learning that the world was evil mm-hmm. and it wasn't one man's fault. It was yep. not Hitler's fault. That, that World War II the World happened. War II happened. All it was of the Nazis, men's fault. W- yeah, yeah, everybody contributed to that fault. war. And <laughs> don't like, want to like, blame a gender. <laughs> every single Nazi that followed Hitler's orders, they are responsible. Yep. It's it's the same thing with with the sovereignty of God and man's responsibility. Yep. It doesn't matter who planned it. It doesn't matter who told you what to do. Mm-hmm. You are still responsible for your own actions because you chose your own actions, yep. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Even though. The Bible says that everything is is uh, sovereignly planned. Sovereignly from the beginning planned of history to the end. Yes, from the beginning of history to the end, that you are still responsible. You for are your still own acting on your own desires yep. that you have, and those are evil desires. Yep. Exactly. So. So yeah, and 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 that was that was the thing of that is I was so like at the very beginning it was foreshadowed that that's where they were going to do, uh-huh. and, and I Caleb, didn't want to believe it the whole time. I, yeah, yeah, Caleb and I both could look at each other like if they do this, yes. this will be the greatest thing ever, mm-hmm. and they were so close. They did it, and then they backed away from it a bit, yep. and it and it it bothered me so much because we had to have that moment where mm-hmm. Steve has those lines where he says like it's not about deserve it's not about us deserving salvation or whatever it's not about yep. us be deserving to be saved it's you just it's the right thing to do yep. like people deserve to or people people um people are worth saving even if like it's the John Cleaver thing yep. even if they don't deserve it everyone is worth it's saving. not because of anything that they innately have it's because we're choosing to do the right thing mm-hmm. kind of a thing you know and and uh, uh one of the things that uh Oh, okay. So, so before before we continue on that on that stream, um, the one the other line that needed to be in that movie was Aerie should have been like, um, you know, just just kill him, kind of a thing. Just kill this lady, mm-hmm. and you know, she should have been like, well, that's not the right thing to do. Like that's she should have just been genuinely confused. Like that's not the right thing to do, right? And he should have been like, well, we're gods. We get to decide what's right. Who who is telling us what the right what is the right thing to do? We are. We get to decide what's right. And then she could have been like, well, then I'm deciding that this is the right thing to do and I'm going to kill you so that if God's decided what, what is right and what is wrong, I'll be the only God left and then <laughs> everybody will just have to follow my morals. And she could have done that. And she should have said, I am the God of compassion. You're the God of truth and you've, you've proved to me that truth is important, but I am the God of compassion mm-hmm. and it is just as important. That, that, that literally, that would have created the greatest movie of all time. It would have. And I, and I really like the idea that, like... Because the DC universe right now has seemed to always go towards that yep. line of, are these people gods? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the the, the, the the line they're playing with. And I've, I'm really interested in that. Like, 
that that was the one thing that drove that drove the stories for me, Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, and why I still liked them, even for all their flaws, was because I was super interested in those thematic things that they were talking about. Yep. Because unfortunately, Marvel just doesn't do that enough. Nope. They don't, they don't do theme that well. They, they do plot really well, and they do characters really well. And that's why those movies yeah, do but, so well. And the problem is there's no point to it. But there's no ultimate reason yep. why they're doing any of the things they're doing. It's just, well, I'm a superhero, so I save people. Yep. But that's not enough. We need to talk about the deeper questions. We need to talk about... And, and that's what I like about the newer Marvel movies, that they're actually doing that. Like, with Age of Ultron Civil and Civil War. They brought they, up moral they, questions they, that had to they, be answered. Yeah, and they and then they didn't answer them fully, yep. which was so good. Like, it's just... Uh, I love when superhero movies do that, because those are the questions that are going to be an- asked when you have people with amazing power that have to be accountable um, with, you know... Yep. And, and, and like, stuff. that's why, like, generally, if they continue, if DC continues to get better at this, I will, I will totally go DC over Marvel, simply because if DC continues to tell these kinds of stories mm-hmm. and just keeps getting better at it, they, they will end up making moral stories that are about the characters, but more importantly are about the reason everything is happening. Mm-hmm. For, for one, Wonder Woman told us that humanity is evil, yet the right thing is to still save people. That's that's still the ideal. That's that's what uh uh well I I, I won't talk about that because that's what we're gonna talk about next. But um, like like that's 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 more important than us learning about whether or not it is right for us to resist the government and then not answering the question. Right. It's more important to talk about what is right and what is wrong. If it, is it right to save people even though they're evil? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. That that is better. And uh and like even even one of the things that I was disappointed with while watching the movie, not knowing what was going to happen next, Wonder Woman, um, is when Steve was having his spiel about whether or not people are good. Mm-hmm. But that was completely with what his character would have said. Yes. And then they expounded upon it later. When he was talking about, well, well, people people aren't good, but um, like, but people, some people are good. I don't know. And he was just, he didn't say the right things, but that was Steve's character. But that was Steve's character. And that's, that's why I liked it so much. Because yep. it was true to the character. Yep. It was well done. And then they went on to answer the question. Yeah, but they... Well, they didn't, though. But they were close. They didn't answer... Yeah, it was so close. It was like, so close. There, there had to have been some other resolution there that happened, and, mm-hmm. the, and, and you know, Ares could have shown up. That's fine, whatever. I, like, I legitimately, I loved that Ares showed up. Right, I loved then, that Ares was the god of truth. they ruined it with yep. the fight scene. Like, yep. there would just not need to be an epic fight scene in that movie. Because it, it and legitimately... Then what it they could have cool. done is instead of using all that money to make C, to make that CGI, they could yep. have just hired better writers and fixed yep. the little plot holes that they had. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, it would have been so good. Yeah. Like, it, and people would have been disappointed. People genuinely would have been disappointed, but, but it would have been the greatest yep. movie of all time. It would have. It would have been close at least, because I mean, Lord of the Rings is the greatest movies of all time. Come on, let's be honest. Okay, I will. I will say. Don't even, don't even if, say it. If don't even I say it. no, nope. if <laughs> if they would have fixed every single thing we just talked about, I would have loved Wonder Woman wow. better than any other movie ever. Wow. That That's would have impressive. been my favorite movie ever. That's really impressive. Because it was this woman who had grown up with a completely black and white world and was like, this is what's right, this is what's wrong. And that was me. That is that is completely and utterly me. I, I grew up the same exact way. Mm-hmm. And then went around looking at all these people that everybody said were supposedly good and realized that they weren't at all. And then I was like, well, okay, well, somebody has to stand up and do the right thing then. And I guess that has to be me. But then you realize along the way that... These people aren't worth saving. 
Well, but well that's the are. thing. It's not like not to say that it's not as black and white as you originally assumed, mm-hmm. but there, I mean, it is. It, it the, is. The but, ending of the movie the was very black and white. But yep. the complexity of the black and white situations yep. and which situations are black and which situations are white is infinitely more complex than you could have ever understood. Yes. And that's the thing. It's not like saying, well, all all people who do this thing, they're doing it for evil reasons, so I gotta kill they, them. Well, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like a little the, more complex The, the than first that, part but. is true, the conclusion is wrong. Yeah. So if it was just that. It's, she knew what was right, she knew it was wrong, she learned that people were evil, and it was just the answer of what do I do about it? Mm-hmm. Because all these people deserve to die, right? Yeah, and, and that, was the, that was the main problem I think I had with the ending, was just the fact that it was such the cliche love is the answer mm-hmm. thing. And it's like, and it's it, the cop-out answer, more. right? It, yeah, it was. It was a cop-out, but it hurt more because they were literally one line away yeah. for making it perfect. Mm-hmm. One line away. Yep. It's really, really close. The problem yeah. is their themes were all mixed up at the their, end Their there. themes... Well, I don't say... I, I don't want to say that their themes were mixed up. Because well, I, I no, never because once saw... What, they were equating... I, I never saw that. I never saw them equate love with sex. Never once. No, and I'm not saying love with sex per se. I'm saying the romantic love that she had apparently with Steve was her well, okay, entire right, yeah. point for saying that yeah, line at I, the I end. I suppose. And that's what ruined it for I, me. Yeah, okay, but, but still that was her... And, and I can relate to this too. It was that she was banking this all off of one person. She wanted to spend her entire life with this one person. Mm-hmm. And so she, and then, and then he had just died. Mm -hmm. And so she wanted to get her morality from something that she trusted. And that was Steve. Mm -hmm. And so it made perfect sense for her to say that. Now, what we need is a movie about World War II, where literally it's just Wonder Woman figuring out that people are evil and that she, compassion is just as important as truth. And just to flesh out all these things, which could have been done in the main movie. So they could still fix this. The the problem I have but it would be with boring. the one problem I have with them setting this in World War One, is because it, it creates like, yeah. it creates this weird secret history where okay apparently Wonder Woman was in every single war after this helping the good guys like what happened maybe she wasn't you know what I mean yeah that's, but that's genuinely interesting I want that question yeah. to be answered it, somehow. W- was she in World War Two because because exactly. the 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 um how how Batman vs Superman plays it off is that she wasn't. That she was just behind. Remember? Because she was like, well, people aren't worth saving kind of a thing. She said that in Batman vs. I'm almost positive that she was like, you know, like, she wasn't in that business anymore. Remember? That's what she said. Oh. It was this thing of like, I don't want to do this anymore. People aren't okay. worth it See, that's the one we need to watch Batman vs. Superman again. We have to watch <sighs> it again. But, well, okay, like, genuinely, we need a Wonder Woman 2 where she falls back into the people are so evil because World War II happened. Well, that's the thing. I feel like we don't need that because we, we're we already seeing her present time. And, and we're going to figure it out, yeah. We're yeah, going to figure it out eventually. Justice League is going to probably yeah. tackle that. But yeah. So, so okay. So, so that's that. One thing I do want to point out is when our parents watched this beforehand and they were talking about how uh, the similarities were with Jesus being Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And... And I guess you can, you can see that because, I mean, the story of Deborah in and of itself is a parallel of Jesus. Yes. Because every Old Testament story is. Yes. But but I, I detest that. Genuinely, right. I detest that. It's really, really hard. It's theologically difficult yes. to try to make... Not because Bible. Wonder Woman is a woman. No, Just no, throw no, that not out that there. at okay, all. Right, yeah. because, uh, because it's really hard to make any sort of character in a, any story that's been written by people... Um, like in, especially in this day and age, try to equate any of their actions with Jesus because that you're claiming that they're morally perfect and mm-hmm. they always make the right decision. 
like I can see what you're, you know, what they're getting across with the I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna say these people even though they don't deserve it, and we're but, gonna cr- yeah. go cross across the no man's land. You know, yeah. that that's a very it, that's a parallel to sin and death, like you, it, for sure. It is, but it is more but accurate not. for us to yeah. see her as Deborah. Yes. And her inspiring people and learning something. And it, it's better for us to... Humanize her rather uh, yeah, than humanize her. Yep. Equate her with our own story and learn from her experience yep. as a human being. Rather than equating her to Jesus. Um, and and being like, oh, we need to be like Wonder Woman. Yes. Because that's We just need to right. be like Jesus. Yes. Yeah. And that's, so, that's yeah. why it's... That's why you don't put your... Uh, that's why you don't focus so much on like stories of King David and stories. You don't want to be like King David. You don't want to be like Samson, at at least in so far as you're, you know, not being like the, the the point of those stories is to point to Jesus. And so, and and that's why we, if they're, if you're, if you're looking at those stories on their own, it doesn't work. You just need to go to Jesus. And and that's why David is, uh, um, or Jesus is the greater David. He, Jesus is not David in the story. Yes. Or it's not that David is Jesus. If David in the story, is that pointing to Jesus, yes. and and the and Jesus is going to be greater it's, than David yeah, ever it's, was. It's foreshadowing yeah. for Jesus. Yes. It's not that these people are. Not that these people are equated to. Mm-hmm. It's that this is foreshadowing for somebody better than they. Yes. And so that's so that's, that's how you read. That's, the Old that's how you should read Wonder Woman. Then too yeah, is exactly. look at Wonder Woman. It's like okay, Wonder Woman isn't great. Wonder Woman isn't perfect. These themes point to someone who is greater than Wonder Woman. Yes. Let's look at that person. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's end there. Yeah, that's, that's a good. That's a good. We can't, we can't top that. Can't so, top that. So go ahead, press the button on you. Give us the uh, the spiel. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you can find us at uh, our website, ChristianArtistShow.com, or on uh, the various social medias, Facebook.com/slash/ChristianArtistShow or uh, uh, Twitter at Christ underscore Art underscore Show. We're also on Google uh, Plus. The Christian artist. Um, I think Ethan follows us on there and interacts with us on there. So, uh, shout out to you, Ethan. Stolzfus. Don't even try. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce your don't, last name. Don't humiliate the man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he uh, he wanted us to do more art stuff. So there you go. Yeah. Here we're doing more art stuff. Um, just for you, man. Just for you. But Jesus is the greater art. Ah, oh, he's the greater artist. <laughs> He's the greater artist, not the greater art. True. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There you go. Uh, Obviously, the hashtag would be Wonder Woman for this episode. Um, And uh, yeah. Hashtag is Wonder Woman Eowyn. No. Hashtag is is Wonder Woman better than Eowyn. Any of those hashtags. Hashtag did Eowyn actually do anything good in the movies of Lord of the Rings? Uh, That might... Uh, be too long but it might offend a lot of people anyway that's true <laughs> uh, use any of those hashtags except for the last one uh to uh talk to us on twitter or facebook and uh let us know what your thoughts on wonder woman were uh we we very much look forward to seeing what you think about Has- the movie. hashtag jesus the much 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 greater alien <laughs> <laughs> oh have a great week guys we're out <laughs>